familiar with the insurance uh, environment, I'll, I will try and popularize it uh, with respect to expectations. So your customer today, whether you're an individual or a professional company, you can be an insurance customer and you want to insure some property, a car, a house, a building, a bridge. So you pay um, a premium and that premium, on that premium, there's a promise. And that promise is uh, based on some form of compensation. If, for example, there is a damage is uh, happens, bridge is damaged, or you have a flood in your home, the insurance will send out an expert. In exchange, you pay for that. So that's a very caricatural situation of the insurance world. But tomorrow, with this kind of offer, you, you of the earth and its physical goods, we're going to really move the cancer radically towards prevention. So we will no longer be acting curatively, but we'll be acting from a preventional point of view. And that really change the offers gravitating around insurance needs. They're based more on services. So insurance will become one of the means of uh, financing such services. So this means that over time, I, I don't know when, maybe in 30 years time, so the, there will be less uh, compensation and more services. And I will give you some examples that might be imagined. So this is in the risk management field. In uh, emergency situation, I've experienced needs of, you know, worked in different countries. In an emergency situation, the most complicated phase of that situation is to have the right information. Before acting, it's better to have the right information. When you're in an emergency situation at the other end of the world, it's often very difficult. It takes time to get the right information. So this kind of tool is going to provide us with real-time information very, very quickly that will allow us to, to shorten decision-making so basically, that's it from a conceptual point of view. Why this real-time system, this fear system, will really uh, disrupt the way risks are managed today and emergency situations. So I've got some examples just to illustrate this. But first of all, I'm going to talk about natural disasters. Now, with natural disasters today, there are two types of events. There are those that can be uh, planned for and those that cannot be planned for. So there, there's no information that lets you know. So this is what happens before it arrives. So let's take the case of a natural disaster. Not that you can imagine uh, 48 hours before 72 days, and that is a storm. A storm involves flooding, it can lead to drought. With this kind of event, there are three steps, let's say. So there's a step before, there's a step during, and there's another step afterwards. Now, the step beforehand is absolutely essential because it's the step that's going to allow you to. Uh, on the populations. It's the alert stage, say. 
Now, the tools that we have today, even if I take a satellite constellation like Sentinel or Copernicus, they have latency times. They're not exactly real-time satellites. Move them around to have the right pictures taken. With this kind of tool, it's going to be possible to have real-time information, but also information that's much more accurate with respect to the impact of the event, such as a flood. So we're going to be able to say, well, this insurance company will be working in this zone based on these coordinates, and they will be able to
and fight against media images of violence. And exhaustive. 